0: Welcome welcome to to ForeverFit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition and and lifestyle, lifestyle. with your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life.
1: I am so excited. I have been in a transportable office for quite some time now. We've had, I've been in the kitchen, I've tried to set up a desk in the lounge, I've been having my desk shoved into a wardrobe. And I just keep moving from different place to different places within our house. And I never have really had a permanent place that I would call my office. And I have decided enough is enough. And instead of having a spare bedroom that gets used every now and then, I have decided to completely... We don't have a spare bedroom anymore. So I have now got a really beautiful space for me to work in. Because after all, I do spend... All of my time working on my business because I simply love my business and I'm building my business and that is my life and it is absolutely silly that I was uncomfortable. So it's quite funny that I have now transformed the spare room into the office and this room has been here the entire time but unfortunately it does mean now that whenever we have guests they are on the airbed and they are in the garage but that is fine and I'm sure they won't mind. Um, But at least they have a really nice, inspiring space to be in. And I tell you what, there is nothing like decluttering and clearing space and just making the space you are in beautiful. And I have done put up all these quotes up on the wall. I just printed them out and they're all in these white frames. And I spend a bit of time looking on Pinterest for my perfect office space and something that inspired me. And yeah, this is what I've created. And I'll do a picture to show you what it's like because it's a really cool space now. And I've got these cool, like, um, stick on whiteboards that you stick on your wall, and it's like this plastic sheet. And so now I'm just like super productive because I've got these like calendars up on my wall, I've got lists of um, action plans, and my daily routine, and filming schedule, and all these kind of things that I've just been putting on random bits of papers and random books and things like that so it's very cool to I feel like I've got a a real real office and I'm a real grown-up now and I'm real real on track so watch out for the creativity that comes from this room now and I've got myself a peace plant so that it's all beautiful soaking up all the um, EMFs that come off all the computer wear. And um, yeah, so it's very cool with my wee microphone set up so that you can hear this nice and clearly. And I hope to bring you some webinars now because I've got a nice space to be able to film those in too. So watch out for all of those. If you've got any subjects that you want me to talk about or anything, please do let me know and I'll be bringing you a whole lot more content So, in today's show, I'm going to be talking all about you and why you are the most important person that you should be listening to. I'm going to talk about ways that you can boost your immunity. And then I'm going to also talk about how you can learn to meditate daily and how this can make a really big impact on your health and on your wellness and
0: why it might be something that you're wanting to consider. Do you lack time? Are you just too busy to exercise? Do you struggle even to find the energy or the motivation to exercise? Then get ready to take your health to a new level in the comfort of your own living room. Fat-burning workouts as short as 8 minutes. Yoga routines to de-stress and sculpt and tones to help you create a lean, strong body. Learn how you can create real health and wellness with VIP nutrition and wellness advice in the online gym. Here you will find over 400 video workouts from yoga, tai chi, high-intensity interval training, sculpt and tones, mobility routines, extremes, and so much more. New workouts added weekly along with cooking classes, menus, meal plans, webinars, and over 500 recipes to help you get in the best shape of your life. Sign up today at foreverfit.tv forward slash online dash gym.
1: So new this week in the online gym, I have just finished filming all of the retreat yoga. So online retreat kicks off August the 11th, 2014, and it is going to be absolutely awesome. So I've been spending the last two to three weeks filming that and it has been full on and it's been some of the days have been freezing but at least the sun has been shining and hopefully I don't come across as though I'm cold but hopefully you get the most amazing experience out of this yoga retreat and it is going to be incredible so Um, You've got daily yogas to be doing And some of these yogas are like cardio sort of based yogas You've got power training yoga Then you've got like real gentle slow recovery day yogas And then along with that you've got daily meditations You've got menus and meal plans And this program is available inside the online gym for online gym members only and it is at no extra cost and if you want to do this program without being an online gym member you can it's $99 and all the information about this the online yoga retreat is at foreverfityoga.com and Yeah, so we kick off August 11th, but it's available any time after that. But the power of doing it and starting it on August 11th is that you are doing it with a whole lot of other people all over the world, doing it at the exact same time, so you're going through the same experience and you get to be part of that community, part of um, feeling the same things and getting real in touch with others as well. So there's nothing like doing things at the same time as others but it is available at any time that you want. So check that out, foreverfityoga.com and it is going to be absolutely unreal. I've had so much fun filming it. It's really just made my body feel incredible and I can't wait to take you through this journey of yoga and the powerful benefits of it. So let's kick off with today's. What I wanted to talk all about was you, like I mentioned. And so much we get so confused about what is the right food to be eating. And I have people asking me all the time, like, should they be eating this, and should they not be eating this, and the latest thing that's come out. And I I talk about this a lot, and I do want to just reiterate this, in that the most powerful person that you should be listening to is yourself. But it is about being completely and utterly and brutally honest with yourself at the same time, and this is where people feel wrong, um, fall off track. Is there's so many people um, closing their eyes to how they're feeling, and they might be feeling average, and they might be feeling um, tired and lethargic, but they're just not they're just not willing to take that step to make changes. And this is where it comes to being brutally honest and making that call like do you want to feel healthier or do you want to keep feeling the way you're feeling and keep doing what you're doing because in order to make a change in your body you need to make a change in your habits and that can take a whole lot of courage and that can take a whole a big commitment and it can take it could take a big uphaul of your life and it could feel like everything's suddenly being turned upside down but in order to make that change to make a dramatic change in your health and your fitness you might need to do that but in saying that I don't think that you need to spend do a complete uphaul to get amazing results so many people some or different personalities work well with different methods for some people they do work well with a big uphaul and for others it's about one new habit gradually building yourself in one new habit at a time, layer upon layer and then gradually before you know it you've got all these new habits and new routines installed. But this comes down to again you understanding how you work and how things are going to work best for you to get the best results. Because There's no point copying what somebody else does and you will know if you've got a pattern of going full steam into things and then just decide, no, this is too hard. You're going to know in your gut that that's the wrong way for you to do it and you're also going to know that there were times that you were able to add a new habit because you took it simple and you took it day by day and you were able to just add those layers, peel back the onion and you were able to get yourself those new habits instilled that way so think about what it is think about how you work best and what is the best way for you to approach feeling better and approach creating these new habits and that one thing could be as simple as okay I'm going to cut out processed foods and for the one processed food you might be eating it could be a processed breakfast so this one new habit that you're going to create could be more of a real food-based breakfast or you might simply say you're somebody who's used to having cereals for breakfast, you might just then start that once a week on a Sunday you start to make a homemade muesli. And so instead of suddenly going from a cold breakfast to the sudden cooked breakfast, you're just merging yourself away from packaged processed foods to more foods that are homemade. And then once you start to do that and you start to fill your pantry with one food ingredients, so instead of packaged processed foods, you're starting to teach yourself how simple things can be and then it might mean that then you might decide that you want to start drinking more water throughout your day so then you have a habit of every morning I'm going to fill two drink bottles up I'm going to take these drink bottles with me and they're going to go throughout the day and I'm not allowed to have my lunch until I've had one water bottle and I'm not allowed to have my dinner until I've had the other water bottle and that little wee habit and so you've changed your breakfast you've added in plenty of water Those two things could have an extraordinary difference to the way that you're feeling. And then you might decide that later on you're going to try something else to add some more layers. It might mean that you're going to get to bed earlier so that you can wake up sooner. All these things are going to help you learn to understand yourself better. So my goal for you is that I just want you to feel extraordinary every day. And what I mean by this is just being fully aware... Of how your body feels. Like, Do you know when you get your food right? Do you know when you have a good day with your food? Or are you just day by day closing your eyes to actually how you're feeling? And this comes back to being really present and really understanding and listening to your body. You might listen to a symptom of when your body's really down and out. You might listen to when you're really fatigued and really sleepy. But do, then do you turn it around to the other way where you actually are, are aware of when you have great energy and when you have when you feel happy and when you feel content and you've got grat- like a joy for life do you ever take time to notice what created that in the first place too often we notice what creates the bad stuff but we don't actually pay attention to what creates the good stuff And so when you start to get to know yourself better and you start to do things like journaling or you start to write things down, you're able to actually know what feels awesome. And when I say I want you to feel extraordinary, this is a really powerful word and it's important to know that what is extraordinary for me is something that might be completely different for you. So, on a scale of one to ten, when you feel incredible, like a, a ten, this is where, you know, you would be feeling extraordinary in your eyes. So, in a ten out of ten, I'm feeling just awesome, I'm jumping on top of the world. And so, this is your extraordinary, and a one might be, you know, you're feeling pretty, pretty rough, pretty average, you barely get out of bed. So, knowing that scale from one to ten of what is fantastic and what isn't fantastic... And then you're able to go, okay, so I had an average day today. What could I have done today or tomorrow to have made that day better? And that day of may have been average because you were cooped up all side, inside all day. You may have been sitting down all day. You may have had far too much coffee and not enough water. You may not have gotten any movement in. You may have had an argument with somebody. And that day has pretty much turned fairly average However, if you were to have started your day with some fresh air, if you would have got a really nice breakfast on board, if you had hydrated your body, if you had um, had a great start to work, you've accomplished what you're supposed to be doing, you've drunk some more water, you've had an amazing lunch, you've got your lunch prepared, you know what's going to be happening for dinner, this is starting to look like a 10 out of 10 sort of day where you're feeling good, you've got things right. And so when you can find your scale and when you know what is a 10 out of 10 day for you, you're going to know what you need to be doing to allow yourself to bounce out of bed each morning, to be inspired each day, and so that you feel energized and you feel motivated about what is ahead of you for the day. When you just go day by day, chore by chore, exhausted been exhausted, your days all just blend into each other and you've just got this constant sort of average day but when you start to be aware and you start to listen to your body and you start to notice what is a great day and what is a not so great day you can then start to look at okay how do I make my ideal day how do I make myself feel awesome and this may mean that you need to get nine hours sleep per night and that you need to be putting strategy in place so that you can you can do that. And it might mean that you need to do that for a week so that you can catch up and then eventually you might only need seven hours sleep, but because you're so exhausted and tired and run down and flat and moody, you need some really good night's sleeps to bring yourself back into balance. Or you may find, like I said, the water, or you may be drinking far too much coffee or It could be that you start with just removing processed foods and you start to eat foods that are more nutrient-dense. So instead of taking away foods, you start to think about, okay, how can I add more amazing foods to my diet? And like I said, this can take a fair bit of guts and courage and you might get criticized by others and you might find that it's hard at times in different social situations. What I find that so many people... Um, get caught up on is they almost feel like they are the underdog or they are being annoying or they are something that's not quite socially acceptable when they are being healthy and that they're sort of the outcast. I want to flip that around completely and I want you to start to be incredibly proud and incredibly um, confident and assured in that you are creating amazing health for your body and making amazing choices so when you head out to a restaurant instead of feeling awkward and I'm sorry I'm the one that's choosing the weird stuff start to be really proud that I am healthy I want to stay healthy and I'm going to make choices so that I feel healthy and as soon as you start to own your health and own the way you feel you're going to start to radiate a confidence and then people are going to start ask you questions and then you're going to be able to help other people because they're, they're, they can see this extraordinary health and this confidence and this clarity of mind and this motivation to keep going but as soon as you are uncertain of yourself and you lack confidence in yourself and your choices that's when you're going to get that critic, um, be criticized and that's where you're going to feel down about yourself so flip that on the head and start to be really proud of your health that you're creating and taking this movement towards creating extraordinary health and then the more you do that the more people are going to start to recognize that and be proud of you also so so don't let social situations be awkward be incredibly honest with yourself, be really proud of yourself and be really confident and the more you make yourself feel extraordinary, the more you're going to be able to simply make real positive choices for yourself. So it is all about you and what you want to achieve and quite simply it's like, do you want to feel average all the time and go day by day or do you want to keep creating ideal days where you feel awesome? And this is where it comes down to being, like I said, brutally honest with yourself and you are what you eat and more importantly you are or you are able to digest and absorb. So if you're going to continue to eat crappy food, you're going to continue to feel crappy. So if your digestive system isn't absorbing nutrients, you're going to be malnourished, you're going to be lacking energy. However, if your food is of the best quality, you're hydrating your body, you're moving your body, you're getting some sunlight, you are going to be starting to feel incredible, you're going to be on the right path, and you're going to be feeling great. So instead of constantly saying... um, yes to foods that don't make you feel good start to say yes to foods that provide you with more nutrients so that you can start to feel better so food has an immediate reaction in your body and it builds the cells that you live in so it can also have a long-term effect in your body so if the food isn't right it could be showing up as simple things like emotion, emotions like highs and lows and emotions and um Dizziness, moody, joint ache, skin problems, hormonal issues All of these sorts of things are affected by the food that you eat So it comes down to understanding what food works for you personally And the way you do that is you start to be aware You start to be present in the food that you're eating You start to take notice Does your breakfast make you feel awesome or does it set you up for failure? This is all about making sure you know how your body works, you know your personality, you know what sort of habits you need to instill. Are you an all guns blazing kind of person or are you someone who needs to take one habit at a time? So get to know yourself and trust your gut instinct. Don't trust anyone else or listen to anyone else's what's working for um. know so and so down the road. Learn to understand your body, eat real food and start to set up days that work for you and days that are awesome for you and this is how you're going to start to feel fantastic. Okay so my next thing I wanted to discuss was all about how you can boost your immunity. So winter is right here in the heart of New Zealand at the moment and this is the perfect time for a virus to grab a hold of us and to uh, just because we we're constantly run down and our immune systems are really low and there's viruses and bugs all around at this time of the year. So these little tips are ways that you can keep colds and flus away and it's important to understand first why you might have a poor poor immune system. First of all, 80% of your immune system comes from your gut health. So paying attention to what you're eating is going to help you uh, start by thinking about ways to improve your digestive health and in order to improve your your immunity. So the first thing you want to do is make sure you're eating real food that is right for your body. Think about loading up with micronutrients, so that's all your vitamins A, D, K, C, E, all those sorts of things and making sure that you're also getting real immune boosting vitamin C and E. So not only is your immune supporting, not only that, you want immune supporting minerals like magnesium, selenium and zinc. Then you want to make sure you're eating balanced meals that contain good proteins, fats and carbohydrates. And you're eating foods that help stabilize your blood pressure levels as well. So blood sugar levels. You don't want to be eating foods that are skyrocketing your blood sugars up and lowering them down. Because then you're con- going to constantly have a cortisol release in response to those blood sugar levels. So you're eating foods that are really nutrient dense and really stabilizing for your blood sugar levels and this is about that balance between your proteins, your fats and your carbohydrates. Then you want to make sure you're eating loads of fresh vegetables and fruit, then add in, add in, adding in other things like spirulina, bone broth, bee pollen or um, green powders as well is a really great way to ensure you're just getting loads and loads of nutrients. Then you want to make sure that you are avoiding anything that be, can be causing distress st- in your gut. So your processed foods, your sugars, processed dairy, making sure that you're getting rid of all those like additives and preservatives. And the food that you're eating is really low inflammatory foods. And the way you know that is... If you check out on the online gym, there's a whole autoimmune protocol in there where it's all anti-inflammatory. The foods you're eating are really healing and nourishing foods and you can find out exactly what you need to be eating so that you're providing your body with the nutrients it needs to support your immune system, to support your gut health and get that whole, whole overall boosted immunity. So I mentioned before you want to load up on the vitamin C, your body needs vitamin C at this time of the year especially and it, it helps strengthen your immune system and it's also really fantastic for your adrenals and keeping your body really healthy. So add in things like citrus, berries, kiwi fruit, and also again loads of vegetables because vegetables are packed full of vitamin C. You then want to do things like adding in herbs and spices. So add spices, add these to your cooking. So things like turmeric are incredible because these help. This helps reduce inflammation, and this then therefore helps with supporting a healthy immunity. And you want to add in other spices and herbs like. Um, and other vegetables as well like onions, garlic, ginger, peppercorns, cayenne pepper, curry and chilli because all of these things are really supportive for your digestive health which is going to help that overall immune system. Then make sure you're drinking soups. So this is where you get into making homemade broths and you create soups from it so broths are one of my favorite superfoods not your typical superfood but these guys are a superfood in my eyes because they're incredibly nutrient dense when you make it from your make it yourself they're absolutely incredible for your gut health they're incredibly anti-inflammatory and nourishing for your mucosal lining of your gut and it helps boost your immune system so if you were to do just one thing it would be this and this would be adding in broths into your diet and this to make a basic broth is incredibly simple you just need some bones and some water and you let it sit in your slow cooker overnight and then all you do is you add in your own herbs spices and flavors and it makes the most incredible nourishing like snack base of a sauce stir fry to cook your vegetables in and I just love having that with a little bit of butter in it and some salt and it is just incredible it's my favourite thing at about 5 o'clock on a weekday is what I sip on (laughs) then step number 5 is sleep your body needs more sleep in winter this is just a natural thing that you can't fight so go with what nature is telling you unwind earlier and get to bed earlier Your body rejuvenates and strengthens itself while it's asleep, so allow it the time to do so, and don't try and be tough and think that you can get off with less sleep. Through winter, you need eight hours sleep at least, so just let your body sleep when it needs to, and listen to when it needs more as well. Increase your good quality bacteria. So knowing that 80% of your immune system is located in your digestive system, probiotics are incredible for helping you to get good quality gut health, They're helping you to repopulate your gut with that good quality bacteria. So adding fermented foods like kombucha, sauerkraut, yogurt, kefir, kimchi or taking probiotic supplements are a really good way to help boost your immunity and help with your digestive health as well. Then You want to make sure that you exercise because exercise helps boost your immune function, increases energy, improves your mood, improves your sleep quality and makes your body stronger so that you're able to fight away any bugs or viruses. So make sure that you move your body daily, even when there's a storm outside. Don't let that put you off. Make sure you just move your body because you can move it in your living room. Then when the sun is shining, you want to make sure that you soak up some sun so when the sun's out, get out. Vitamin D is incredibly important for boosting your immune system. So make sure you head out for a walk or get outside as much as you can through winter to soak up that vitamin D. And then add to your diet really fresh green juices. As this is a way to get more nutrients into your diet as well. So fill your body up with fresh ingredients to boost your body's ability to be able to absorb and assimilate nutrients and think color and vibrancy juices are a great way because they're incredibly nutrient packed and really easily absorbable by your body. so try and get those in, especially if you're feeling a bit low and flat. get those green juices in so to summarize all of those things there to help boost your immunity, number one is eat real food that is right for your body, loaded with nutrients and minerals. Number two, load up with vitamin C. Number three, so use herbs and spices in your cooking, especially things like turmeric, garlic, and um, chili, as also they all boost your immune system. Drink soups using homemade broths, nutrient packed and amazing for your digestive health. Five, sleep, get more sleep in winter. Understand that this is completely natural, so go with what nature's telling you. Number 6 increase good quality bacteria. Number 7 exercise. Number 8 soak up some sun shine vitamin D. And number 9 make sure you drink juices. It's homemade juices that you've made yourself. Drink them daily if you've got a juicer and get them into your diet. So the last thing I wanted to talk about today was all about how to meditate. How you can add the habit of meditation into your life. Now this is something that I can be completely honest and say that I have never really paid much attention to until the last year. It was kind of like another layer um, to my health and what I wanted to add add into, or who I wanted to be. Like I wanted to be someone who meditates daily. And that's a really cool trick in, in that I... Have taught myself and that sometimes like you might hear other people's habits and what they do and you're like yeah that's a nice idea that's not me though or I'd like to do that but that's not me yet and one of the coolest sayings I love is fake it until you make it and one of the affirmations that I started telling myself was that I meditate daily and I, I am someone who meditates and I am I enjoy meditation and even before I believed it or bought into those sentences I started to use the, um, just doing it. So I I was pretending I liked it and pretending I knew what I was doing and now that has become a habit and now I just love my daily ritual of meditating and I wouldn't, I hate a day without it because it makes a really big difference. And so the way I did that was just through telling myself that I was that person that did that. So it is something that's only just turned up in my life, like I have done meditations before, and more often than not, I'm the person talking someone through a meditation, so that's not really me sitting there meditating. And um, so, it's not until like this year that it has been something that I do daily now. So, the habit of meditation is something that is incredibly powerful for you to do, and it's an incredibly powerful skill to learn. However, it's often Um, one of the most neglected and it's also for some people quite a scary thing for them to think about doing and it and it's something that they put off. Many people think that meditation is something that you might have to do with a teacher or to be quite simply all it is is about paying attention to the present moment and paying attention to your breath while you're sitting still or lying down and this is something that could take one minute per day it could take two minutes per day and it could take 10-20 minutes per day depending on where you're at and the day that you've got at hand so knowing that it doesn't take that long there's not really a big excuse for you to not do it and not give it a go what people freak out about is what happens when you meditate and a lot of people think that they would go off to this 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 translucent place and they float off to Neverland. Well, um, that may happen, but there's three things that will happen when you meditate. The first thing that will happen is that, number one, you may fall asleep. And this is perfectly okay because this just means that your body is tired. The second thing that'll happen is that your mind is just jumping from one thing to the next. You've just got lots and lots of thoughts on and your mind is really, really busy. And that's okay because all, all that means is that you've got lots going on right now. And this meditation, this slowing down, it's a really powerful thing. So you just appreciate that that's where you're at. And the third thing that happens is that you're able to really just drop in and truly focus on your breathing. Your thoughts may be there, but they slow right down And you're able to truly stay focused on your breath and truly stay focused on that present moment. And you may drift off and you may come back, but you're just able to truly slow down. And this is where the powerful things happen. Because the more you teach yourself to slow down, the more you're creating space for new things to come into your life. And so just by taking time to stop, to breathe... To stop being busy, even if it's only for a minute and you just sit out in the sunshine and you just breathe, is a type of meditation. So try just simply breathing, close your eyes if you need, and allow yourself to slow down. The reason meditating is so fantastic is that, number one, it can relieve stress and it can help you relax. When you practice mindfulness, you you can carry it out into like your everyday life. And so when you practice that mindfulness on your breath and bringing yourself into your present moment, you're able then to transport that into circumstances that you might see in the rest of your day. And it's just a really powerful tool to help you deal with certain situations. Mindfulness also helps you like savor the moment Also helps you to change habits. To live much more simply and slowly. And just be much more present in everything that you do. And this won't happen overnight. This is something that you gradually, layer upon layer, you build these new habits. And you just get better and better. And then you just start to notice it. You start to notice it in things that you do. You start to notice that you're not so short-tempered or not so stressed. And you're just able to... You notice your days just aren't as hectic and these are the little wee magical things that you're going to start to notice when you begin to get more mindful and more present. Meditation is also going to help with um, certain mental things so things like improved focus, happiness, memory, self-control. This is really important when it comes to food choices as well. Um, Having that moment to breathe and make a better decision um, also going to help with um, like academic focus and improving your mind, improving your choices. Um, and it also can help with um, health benefits as well. so it can improve your heart rate, can improve respiration, can improve the way that you breathe because you're starting to focus on your breathing. So many of us breathe really high into our chest, let our shoulders get stressed and our neck muscles get tight. When you meditate, you allow your shoulders to relax, your breath to slow down, and you start to breathe more into your belly. And all of these things are going to have a powerful benefit on your health because we breathe every single minute of every single day. And so if we're breathing really tight and really shallow and really high into our shoulders, this is going to have an effect not only on our brain, on our body, on our posture, on everything. So just by taking a moment... To breathe and to meditate could have incredible effects on your posture, on um, yeah, your neck muscles, on your focus, all those sorts of things. So the, sometimes one of the, um, like the, the other benefits that come from meditation as well is you just get to understand your body better. You get to understand um, what's going on in your body and you just beca- start to become really aware of um the way you're feeling the way you feel after you've meditated the way you feel when you don't meditate the way you feel after certain foods the way you feel after exercise the way you feel after a good night's sleep it helps you get to know your body better and this is what I talked about at the start of this podcast is getting to know you and If you were to sit just for a couple of minutes a day and meditate and breathe, this is where you're going to find that you start to get those huge benefits. And it won't happen overnight, but doing it daily will help to just cement that habit and help you get those benefits you're after. So the way that you do this daily is... First of all, don't think it has to be perfect, it's about you, it's about you finding your perfect form of meditation. Now for me, my perfect way to meditate is a guided meditation, and this is something that I've put into the 21 day online yoga retreat, is guided meditations, and you can get these on iTunes, they're going to be available for free download as these meditations, so um, that's something that you'll be able to use to help you get that into the zone with your meditation. So, one of the um, so the way you start meditating is number one, you commit to just a couple of minutes a day. So start really simple, and start with just two minutes. Finding, finding a space where you can be comfortable and you can be lying down, you can be sitting, you can be doing it however you wish and all you're doing is you're simply committing to two minutes that's your, all yours and find that place where you can just focus on your breath and slow down. And a meditation for you might just mean some really relaxing music and you just lie there and you listen to the music. Number two, pick a time of day that you can use as a trigger and it doesn't have to be an exact time because if you go with an exact time then if you aren't on time you might use it as an excuse so exact time might be um, like when you wake up in the morning or it might be in your lunch hour it might be before you go to bed and my favorite time to meditate is right when I'm in bed And right before I fall asleep, I do a guided meditation. And this has been the most powerful thing for just helping me stop my mind from being busy and just allow myself just to truly just drop in. And I just fall asleep just like that as soon as I've done that meditation. And the trigger of simply hopping into bed and wanting that feeling each night is something that I use to... Keep doing it, and when I don't do it, I notice that I take a long time to fall asleep because my mind is just jumping all over the over the show. The next thing you want to do is find that really quiet spot. So it might be like when you go to bed, or it might be first thing in the morning when you get up. You might do it in the lounge, or you might do it a place um, outside. Just finding a place that you can set up each day. That's similar and so that you don't get bothered by other people and you're just able to find that um, place to slow down. And this could be a park bench on your morning walk or it could be a seat outside your house. Then you just want to make sure that you sit really comfortably. So don't fuss too much about how you sit or what you wear or where you're sitting or um, what you do. Just find a place that's comfortable for yourself. And you might find that you want to lean up against a a wall or you might find that you're fine cross-legged or you want to lie on your back. Do whatever feels comfortable for you and just allow yourself to, to be comfortable because the more comfortable you are, the more likely you are to stay there. And then just start with two minutes. So this is really important because most people... that they can meditate for 15 to 30 minutes and eventually you might be able to and this is starting really simple means that you're going to make this a long lasting habit and you're just going to build upon it there might be days that you do 10 minutes there might be days that you just stick with the two minutes but if you just start with two minutes this is where you're going to succeed and you're going to not make it like too big a deal and then you might want to expand after seven days to five minutes And then you might want to expand after 14 days to 15 minutes and see how you go with each week just adding on a little bit more. So when you meditate, you focus on your breath. As you breathe in, follow your breath in through your nose, then out through your throat, then into your lungs and your belly. Sit straight and keep your eyes open, but looking at the ground with a soft, steady focus. You can then close your eyes and just keep focusing and watching your breath in and watching your breath out. Imagine you're breathing in energy and you're breathing out the stress of the world. If it helps, think of breathing in for a count of four. So breathe in one, two, three, four, hold, two, Three, four, and then breathe out. Two, three, and four. Go with that sequence, and if you lose track of it or you can't keep your breath with that rhythm, just slow down and just watch your breath. And if you find that your mind wants to wander, which it will, just pay attention to your mind wandering and appreciate that that's there but don't get caught up onto it and don't get overwhelmed by it just notice that that's happening that's life my mind's jumping around it's just telling me I'm busy I've got lots going on and then you just it's like a mental sit-up where you just bring yourself you come back you pay attention and you watch your breath you breathe in and you breathe out and just keep repeating that process. Every time your mind wants to jump and you want to wander and you get busy, don't, don't worry about it. Just know that it's there and you're just bringing yourself back to your breathing. So imagine your thoughts. So when you start meditating, your thoughts are going to be like this express highway in Auckland. It's going to be just your thoughts are just driving past like the highway. They're just going zooming past and they're getting all clogged up at traffic jams and it's just busy 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 the more you slow down and the more you focus on your breath those thoughts are going to turn more into something like a country road where a car may come past every couple of hours like your thoughts they just float in and they float out So the more you start to focus on your breath and the more you slow your breathing down, the more your thoughts are going to turn more into a country road than a highway in a busy city of Auckland. That's why we don't live in Auckland. (laughs) Although some of you might... ...of a country road kind of girl. So that there is how simple meditation is. It's just simply slowing down, allowing yourself to breathe, And just doing it for a couple of minutes each day. And all you do is that you're going to start to pay attention to your breathing. And this is all about that mindfulness. So starting to train yourself to focus your attention on one thing. And this is when you're sitting in a really quiet spot. And the way that you can expand this meditation practice and this mindfulness practice. Is that when you feel stressed. Or when you get overwhelmed in your day, you take a minute to pay attention to your breathing. So you bring in what you've been doing with your meditation and you practice and focus on your breathing. You return your mind back to the present moment. The other things you can do is you can try taking a walk. So instead of thinking about things that you need to be doing or, or all the busyness that you've got on your day, pay attention to your breath, pay attention to your sensations and to all the things that are around you. Then when you're wanting to eat and you just want to eat and you want to eat more, focus your attention on the food that you're eating, the feelings that you you are feeling when you eat, and on the sensations that you're feeling with your eat. So slow down and pay attention to what you're doing instead of just eating and chew your food and smell your food. And think about where your food has come from. All those sorts of things—the way that you can bring your meditation into your everyday life. Try another thing to do is to try like a a a a ritual with like a herbal tea. So it might mean that like at 10 a.m. or for me, this is something that I do at 8 p.m. at night, where I make myself a chamomile or peppermint tea and I just focus on making that tea, preparing that tea on the smell of it, the taste of it, the way it feels in my body and I just take myself through that ritual and that's something that really helps me unwind, makes me just drop in and relax and I'm instantly falling asleep after that meditation as well. So it's creating that little habit and routine at the end of my day that just really helps me unwind and this is really important because i like to go to bed quite early and this means i wake up nice and early as well and so if you're trying to um, teach your body to go to bed get to know yourself better and understand how you can create um, better days and more ideal days so that is some really simple tricks on how you can bring meditation into your life. Like I said, it is something that I have kind of only just really brought in seriously into my life and this has been something that's made a huge impact just onto my focus, onto just to stop being so busy and got to do so much and it's all about you know the to-do list and everything like that, and now I can just go. Okay, what's the one thing that I need to do to make the biggest difference today? And when I start my days with um, meditations and things, or oh, sorry, in my days with meditations and start my days with journaling, I'm able to get really focused on what I'm wanting to achieve. So try it out. Um, yeah, just start with a couple of minutes a day and just notice the real powerful benefits that it has. And if you want to check out all the um, coming out soon, so I won't—they're not quite there yet. They will be by the end of the week. Um, All the free 21-day online yoga meditations—they'll be available on iTunes. And these are all guided meditations to help you through the journey. And if you haven't already, check out foreverfityoga.com with the online yoga retreat starts August 11th. It is going to be incredible. And I really hope to have you on the journey as well. And yoga is amazing, meditation is amazing, and you can make your body feel amazing with real food, real movement, real health, and I hope to be able to take you through that journey myself. Hey, thanks for tuning in. If you've got any questions that you would like me to answer on the show or topics you'd like me to talk about, please don't hesitate to get in touch. If you haven't already, make sure you also check out my other podcast show, which is Ask the Personal Trainer. Um, this is also available on iTunes, and you can see the link on my website as well at foreverfit.tv, the Ask the Personal Trainer podcast. This is a much shorter format. It's just short little questions and tips that I answer and help you find um, like real health and just help you get on track. And like some of the questions are like how nine um ways to include your kids in the workouts or wow wait fat fat burning myths and um best exercises for your arms those sort of questions like that they're just really short podcasts and great for you just to listen while you are driving your car to work or doing a quick run around the block or something like that so like generally around 10 minutes long and that's ask the personal trainer podcast Sign up to my newsletter, get weekly updates of everything that's been going on at foreverfit.tv. Have an absolutely magic week, and I shall see you on the next episode. The materials and content in this podcast are there to educate and to inform. There's no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, I encourage you to discuss your options with your healthcare provider who knows your condition and your health history. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience and conclusions. Nicola Riley encourages you to make your own healthcare decisions based on your research and in partnership with your qualified healthcare professional.